Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30KLAA. Uh, this is Sergio, I'll be your host. Let me go around the table here. I've got Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the Angler Chronicles Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. Well, that is that is <laughs> up and is. about. So, yeah, yeah well, we've seen you drag for the last hour. That's good, good, good. <laughs> and we'll get into that in a minute. Um, also in studio, Andrew Mack uh, from Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. And then I've got Mr. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. Okay, two notable absences. One notable, one not. The notable one. Mia. No, notable. Oh, notable. That would be Ben. And Ben is out there slaying... Uh, right now. The, the, the bluefin, yeah. So uh, he goes, I gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> and he's been on him. Um, I'll give his, uh, He gave me a little report yesterday to share with everybody. And then, of course, Mia. Mia <laughs> isn't here. Uh, Ron talked to him. And, the Blue Jays back. Well, you know, it, <laughs> what gets me is he's tired. And um, you and I have been on hiatus, okay, and yet we are here. Okay, so Mia, we love you anyway. <laughs> All right, well, let's um, let, let's look at what we're going to talk about. I want to lay this out. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on some of the freshwater activity. I know it's been overshadowed by what's going on out in the ocean. But we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about some really good island fishing, okay, that occurred just last night. The boat just got back yesterday. Um, And then we're going to talk about some of the tuna action. We're going to talk about what we experienced here locally yesterday, Ron. Um, And then we're going to have a very, very special guest today. For the majority of people listening, they don't know who Ken Frankie is. Ken Frankie is the president I believe of the of SAC, which is Sport Fishing Association of California. Uh, like I said, many listeners have n- not heard of SAC. However, you've probably seen the sticker on every single sport boat up and down the coast. Okay, so they they deal with a lot of regulations um, concerning uh, you know the the industry boats. Carson, what would you add to that? Uh, they are. Probably the most important group that that, that uh, not to not to say something trite that fights for your fishing rights in saltwater. It's probably the most important group out there that you've never heard of. Believe me, and they have been around for a long time. They are not new. No, uh, I I'm not exactly sure how long Ken's been totally in charge. I'm sure he'll let us know, but but he's been involved with it for for a couple of decades. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing how much they do behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Right, and before that, who was in charge? You remember? 
yeah, I remember, but I can't remember. I know. Um, Thanks a lot. You Joe, have a lot Joe. of that, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I, I I just drew a blank, and the reason <laughs> I'm drawing a blank, guys, and I'm gonna, I guess we should just forewarn everybody, okay? <laughs> um, Ron and I were out fishing yesterday, and neither of us got some sleep before the trip. Or last night, okay? <laughs> so we're a little exhausted, but uh, happy birthday, Ron. That was the happy birthday. That was fun. Run, run on the AC sled, too. I like that, the run, run. Ron, <laughs> and you know what's and, funny? No, and, uh, uh-huh. We got birthday barracuda. <laughs> oh, and man. you know what's funny is um, we didn't take a beating until we got to the break wall on the inside. Uh, <laughs> the wow. hardest hit we took. Yeah, we were, we were cruising probably at like 35 miles an hour on the inside of the wall. You know, it's flat. Mm-hmm. And um, some other guy was going <laughs> fast the other way, and we took a wake, you know, his wake. I didn't see it until it was too, too late. late, you know. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, my man. back hurts today. But it's okay. I mean, we didn't, didn't die. But did, did you he, die? Did you die? Did you die? <laughs> okay. So, anyway, so... Um, so happy birthday, Ron! That was yesterday, and uh, I, I just appreciate you being born on the same day as the independence of Argentina. That's kind of cool. That's right. So our Fourth of July is, is today, the ninth. Uh, yesterday, the ninth. That's right. All right, so let, let's get to it. Um, why don't you give us a little bit of a catch up here? Uh, Andrew, what's going on in the local scene? All right, so uh, the local lakes uh, right now, the majority uh, is stocking catfish. A uh, lot warmer water. Uh, the trout, they're not, uh, they wouldn't do very well in a lot of these lakes. So, catfish, it's the time. Like uh, Santa Ana River Lakes uh, still continues to put 6,000 pounds of catfish every week. I know, uh, was it two weeks ago, they actually had a double stock. Um, and since, I mean, every, everybody I've talked to that's been going there, it's like limits is the rule. You know, and what's cool about Santa Ana River Lakes is. They don't need a special event uh, for you know the overnight camping. They do it every Friday night and every Saturday night. You can go there. You can fish for 24 hours. You can take your family. You know, you take your camper, your RV, have a campfire. You know, sit there. You know, sit there by the fire. Have a lion in there. Santa Ana River Lakes. I mean, it's been it's been going off for for a while. Um, another lake, um, pretty close. I know uh, Mia Mia likes to disappear here too. It's uh, Mountain Lakes. I think that's where the Blue Jay actually started on Mountain Lakes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Mountain Lakes, they've been stocking every week as well uh, on Thursday with 1,000 pounds of catfish. Uh, they've been putting 500 pounds in each lake. And uh, for, from what I've been seeing is that a lot of people have been catching fish if they're doing it the right way, meaning that some of the guys, if they're not getting bit, they're moving, they're finding these fish. When the sun's at the highest, they're casting in the shade, they're casting by any kind of cover. You know, these, these are catfish. I mean, they're they're typically not nocturnal, so you know, you figure in the in the beat of the sun, if you can find them around aerators, around the dock, around you know bushes or anything like that with shade, and that's pretty much what you're going to find them on. Um, and then uh, let's go to our favorite lake, Lake Elsinore. Lake Elsinore, you know, since uh, since they stocked over there around the Kids Derby, the catfish have been nonstop. I mean, I've seen guys, you know, they're fishing in the evening time. You know, some some guys are saying, you know, it's it's really hot. So then, you know, the daytime, you know, they're on their boats, you know, they're swimming and stuff. And then, you know, the sun starts going down. They throw a line for, line in for catfish, and they're getting them. They're getting them uh, over there by Launch Point um, on uh, on the cut mackerel, the bite on uh, the mac bites. Um, if you guys remember, uh, Dream Extreme was what two two weeks ago, 
And uh, the top, what, the top, like, five fish was all caught on the same thing, the bite on Mac bites. Even the biggest bass of the Derby was caught on that. And we actually, you know, we got to see that all happen. Um, but other than that, uh, the uh, Cucamonga or the uh, San Bernardino County Lakes, they're stocking as well, uh, 690 pounds, uh, usually every week. I know, I think they skipped one week. Um, Asperia Lake, uh, they're doing 1,000 pounds. They're doing biweekly. I know some of the lakes uh, this season have actually uh, experienced a shortage in catfish um, with, you know, as many fishermen as there is and the, a lot of the hatcheries, you know, had all their fish spoken for. Um, so Hesperia Lake, that's why they're doing it biweekly. But they also uh, started tagging a few catfish every week. So if you catch a tag catfish there, uh, you basically get a free fishing pass. So other than that, I mean, um, if you guys are still looking for trout, you know, in SoCal, you got, you know, there's a couple options. I would say I would say the two lakes you should talk, focus on would be uh, um, uh, Green Valley Lake, who have been stocking uh, bi- biweekly. Uh, they put in 1,000 pounds. Uh, usually like Thursday or Friday, um, they don't post the stocks because they want to make sure the fish stay in there. They're not getting, you know, bombarded by, you know, thousands of anglers, you know, the day after the stock. Um, but another lake that actually has been staying on the radar, um, and I know uh, uh, we did a show up there and all that, was Big Bear Lake. Big Bear Lake, if you're out there trolling, um, you're going to get them. I mean, there's there's a, a couple guys that I talk to every week, um, and then I also see the uh, Big, Board, uh, Big Bear Sporting Goods. They're talking, you know, they do their report on the lake. Um, and it's the same thing. If you're trolling, troll with maybe three to four colors of lead core, maybe a ten foot, uh, a ten foot leader, and then like a flicker shad or something in a bright color, you know, a pink Rapala, um, um, like a fire tiger color. Um, they've been getting hit, and I did see uh, one trout. I think it was close to five pounds uh, earlier in the week, but the majority you're going to find the one, you know, the one to two pound fish. All right. Yep. Sounds good. All right. Well, listen, I want to thank uh, Cliff, our dear friend, uh, Cliff friend, for letting us know. You know, for this, Carson, it was Bob Fletcher. I couldn't believe I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that post. So, so thanks to Cliff friend for putting that up there. Absolutely. And of course, of course, as soon as I saw it, then I remembered. Exactly. And, you and, know, and, and we should not discount um, Bob Fletcher, a.k.a. Dart. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should not discount uh, all of his efforts over the years, stretching back, you know, more than more than thirty years, probably forty. Um, you know, in uh, in the earlier years of of, uh, of running SAC, you know, both of those guys are just unbelievable. What they have, what they have made sure that uh, that happens, so that you can just have a nice, easy, pleasurable, hopefully productive sport fishing experience exactly exactly yeah bob uh good guy in fact you know I, he went to cedrus and I, I i hooked him up on the cedrus trip with his kids so yeah bob uh and i forgot sir, sir yeah. joe let's let, let's have a quiz on the air of of things that you remember from 30 years ago um uh, waking <laughs> up maybe i was born yeah. you I, were born 30 years ago i was uh you, you realize I have socks <laughs> And underwear older than you. I was still old. You were still old. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I'm stealing that. I, 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 I haven't heard that line before. I'm stealing it. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, folks. Um, we're going to take a short break here. And when we come back, we'll, we'll get going with a lot of more stuff that we have. I want to touch up on some of the local fishing. And, again, we're going to have Ken Frankie, the president of... Um, 
Sport Fishing Association of California uh, telling us about a very, very important issue, and it's going to require all of us to pay attention. When we come back, uh, we'll talk some more. This is Angels Radio, AM830 KLA, Angler Chronicles. Radio AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And, you know, we mentioned Cliff, and he's a dear friend of us, and our thoughts are with you, bud. I also want to do something here before I forget. We have another dear friend, Don Southard, and he's leading his team, Baracho, down to uh, East Cape. He'll be in the East Cape next Saturday. Oh, nice. And he's in the Dorado shootout. And um, I know Don, and I hope you're standing up. <laughs> Team Borracho. So for anybody that knows what that means in Spanish, uh, it, it's just a fun group. I think uh, it stands for Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, we, we wish you the absolute best and uh, bring home the win. And uh, we'd love, love to hear from you uh, when you get back. Okay, so the best of luck, Angler Chronicles. You know, we should just support him. He's the only one we know that's going down there, yeah. I think. Okay, or at least nobody else told us they're going. So, anyway, great, uh, good luck to you. All right, um, we covered some of the freshwater. Uh, yesterday, Ron and I went out on Freedom Boat Club and to celebrate his birthday. Like I said, we got some birthday barracuda. We were hoping we'd get some of the um, bluefin action, but nothing really off uh, Long Beach, Huntington <coughs> Beach. I did hear they went off like crazy around south of Dana, over in San Clemente area. Uh, anywhere between three to ten miles out, 
uh, absolute mayhem on the quantity of fish. Now, who did I get that information from? Ben Seacrest, who was out there. And um, um, for all of you that know Ben, know how dedicated he is, called me last night about 8 o'clock at night, almost in tears, telling me I lost a 200-pounder. <laughs> I thought something serious was going on. But, yeah. Um, and, you know, just after an hour and a half fight. So it happens to the best of us. Uh, nothing failed. I mean, he got his hook back, got all the knots held, everything held. It's just popped the hook. It, that happens. Okay. Steve, how many heartbreakers you had? Oh, my goodness. You know, somewhere along the line and on the air, I, I really think I need to credit Ronnie for kind of teaching me not just not fishing, but Zen fishing. <laughs> and where, you know, the, the, the those kind of losses... I don't like them, and I, I, I suppose they try. They make me, and when the hook just pulls out, it's just like, well, okay, the hook pulled out. But if I did something wrong, if my knot, if my knot broke, or I did, hadn't maintained my reel properly, or even you got in my way, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I just try to correct it in the future. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I got to give Ronnie credit for that uh, of changing my my mental game. But you know, you don't, you never like it. Uh, no, you never like it. And um, then sometimes, and I know this happens to you, professionally, you'll be like, okay, cool, you're in your mind. I've got this really big fish. Uh, you know, uh, Danny's right there with the camera, mm -hmm. and uh, we really need this fish to make the episode, and you know, and move on to the next thing. And that fish gets away, and then you're like, oh man, and you're, then you're blaming yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all 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 that has happened. My my uh, one that happened. Danny probably remembers this. Years and years ago, uh, we're up at uh, uh, Queen Charlotte Safaris, mm -hmm. and we had a new sponsors lure, and a, a, a long, long time the sponsors long gone. The, the lure company's long gone, and Ronnie had gotten the sponsor, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, Ronnie, I I don't know if this thing is going to work. He's like, Oh, you. you we got to figure out how to how to make it work, what to do with it. So I said, "Well, let's see what it does in the water." And Danny was there, but he didn't have the camera on. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of flipped the thing out, and you know, about about you know eight feet from the boat, just kind of pull it along, so that we can see what the lure swims like. Uh, about a twenty-pound salmon comes out from under the boat, and inhales the lure right there. And it, like, it literally was like a squid pole for tuna. Like, whoa! Now, that's the good news. And, of course, the bad news is, A, Danny didn't have the camera on, and, B, it was the only bite we ever had on that sponsor's lure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, well, that happens all the time. It and, does. You know, that, what we want to you know, bring to this is, and, you know, I was out, with these big boys about a week and a half ago and we're going to do it again next week on the ocean odyssey um hey it happens okay and um it's heartbreaking especially these bigger fish because they're uh, an hour and a half in and it just pulls the hook and, and it just happens sometimes um best thing to Sir, do Sir Joe, I, I i had one like that last november Mm -hmm. We were fishing a school of 200 pound, uh, of 20 pounders, 25 pounders, and I just had a little 80 gram jig on my 40 pound rig, and we're all happily catching schoolies, and I hooked a 200 pounder, 
And for the first hour, I'm just thinking, as I'm getting my butt kicked, uh, why am I doing this? I'm not going <laughs> to land this stupid fish. Uh, why am I even doing it? So I'm just kind of, again, I'm just going zen and trying to do everything exactly correct <laughs> and realize, kind of come back into consciousness, my reel's three-quarters full. The fish is coming, slowly, but it's coming. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I might, I might actually catch it. Right. And at about 50 feet from the boat, let's just say you weren't on board, but there was a couple of other people on board. <laughs> and they made sure that that fish did not get landed. But you know what? I was, uh, again, I was surprisingly zen, and I just kind of went, okay. Yeah. I on. mean, you know, we, we want to land everything we hook. Um but it, it's just not going to happen. So just accept it. And the worst, the worst thing that you can do, because I see it, you know, somebody loses a big fish, and obviously the first reaction is acceptable. Uh, even if mm-hmm. it, it's bad, it's still acceptable. But not a second. And if you prolong it, I'll bang you. Wait, wait a minute, Sergio. Some first reactions are, are, are not. Are not acceptable. You're absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. It can get pretty ugly. I, I actually made somebody sit down. You know who it is. Because they were so upset. I was losing a fish that I said, it's a fish. At the end of the day, guys, we do this because we love the fish. It's about the sport. It's about having some fun. Mm -hmm. Now, there are going to be some heartbreaks, you know? Remember the old uh, wide wide world of sports? Was it right? The was it the uh, wide world sports? The tri- was it the the triumph of no? Was it oh the thrill of victory, the, ag- the, the agony, agony of defeat, of defeat. Uh, the mm-hmm. agony of defeat. So that's the and when you'd see that there was a big huge skier coming down a slalom thing yep. it just goes off and just totally eats it, you know. And and it happens. It's going to happen, but it doesn't mean we don't love the sport. Um, just be a little more conscious of the people around you, because there's a lot of heartbreaks going on right now. We see a lot of these big boats coming in with you know they say oh they got 30 passengers and they come back with you know 17 or 18 bluefin and they go well that's not that good but the problem is to get those 18 they probably had 50 hookups mm-hmm. okay and we just they were people weren't able to land them a, a whole bunch of reasons usually it's your equipment or your tackle uh technique maybe uh but then like steve says uh if people don't help you you know, at the rail, if they don't get out of your way when you're coming down, and they don't realize an 80-pound fish is going to pull very hard and sometimes pulls the angler with them, especially the above 100-pounders. Guys, just all you got to do is take two steps backwards from the rail, lift up your rod, let the guy go over, under, whatever he needs to do, just let him go by. The same type of courtesy that you show will be shown to you. Okay, the deckhands, all they want to do is they want to make sure that boat gets landed. Um, let the boat the, gets landed? Did I say the boat? The fish gets landed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, now, now you know how tired I am. He's had a long day. <laughs> I had a long day yesterday. You know, because we got, what do we do? We, we, we fished all day. I had three hours sleep yesterday. Went fishing. Um, excellent. But, you know, we got a little beat up in the on the way home. Uh, but the sun was shining. And the sun does beat on you. <laughs> and then we parked the boat, and we decided, well, we're right here. I get a bite to eat. I didn't get home till after 6. And then, you know, I didn't get to bed until like 10 or 11, and then got up at 3. So that's two days in a row. I'm, I'm just simply exhausted. But you know what? We're here. Mm-hmm. Not 
Mia, but there, we are here. There's no Blue Jays. No Blue Jays. Okay. So, anyway, so yeah, that, that that's what's happening out there, guys. And just yeah, just just hold in tight and just just enjoy the sport. Okay. So back to what we were talking about, Ron. You and I were out there yesterday, and um, it's pretty good fishing. You know, we haven't seen Barracuda fishing like this in in, in almost decades. Okay. Um, they just weren't making it across Mexico. Okay. And I can tell you why, but I don't want to get political here, but they run into a wall made out of net material, okay, and get fed to the tuna, uh, allegedly. <laughs> to, to the tuna pens down in South Cipuez, allegedly, I, you know. But anyway, so uh, we were out there, and um, we had some fun, Ron. We had some. We went, first of all, tried to catch a yellowtail, and... Um, yeah, it, it, it could have been some of the stuff I meet or could have been a yellowtail, but they, they didn't want to bite. Um, and then we moved over to uh, just south of the Horseshoe area, okay? And it was wide open. Every bait you threw out got bit. You want to talk about a little bit of that, No, no, I'm too tired. <laughs> but what, uh, no, what, was, what tackle were you using? Uh, you know, what we uh, well, we started off with heavy stuff, and we ended up uh, with uh, really light stuff. And But, you know... It, it, it's the challenge of uh, trying, and Sergio go more into this, it's, it's, it's the challenge of landing a fish on lighter gear that we, because we, we land a lot of fish in our schools and we do it because we show the people the right way most of the time. We try our best. <laughs> but, you know, it's the challenge of trying to land a fish that razor sharp teeth, you know, uh, and they pull pretty good for the way they are. And, um, they break off. We, we we lost a lot of hooks. <laughs> well, we didn't break off. We we got they bit off. Bit off. Okay, yeah. and there's a big oh. difference because these fish have um, very sharp teeth. I w- I go nuts. Yeah, everybody knows me, and I mean, everybody say on the bass rod. Well, I went beyond. Okay, um, on the trout rod. Well, fishing fishing syndicate <laughs> has the new rod, the XL Extra Light. Okay, and I put on a Kuma 200, little tiny reel. And I was using 10-pound test. It was fun. Okay. And for, again, we say it all the time. If we were to roll back the clock maybe 15 years, uh, when we didn't have fluorocarbon, we didn't have a spectra or, or any braided lines, um, that we use with monofilament. And locally here in Southern California, I mean, 12 and 15 were the go-to on all the party boats. And then if you wanted to throw a jig, you threw it out on, what, 30-pound? Maybe and uh, anything above thirty was like what? That was like tuned when you went on long range. You brought out mm-hmm. sixty. So, but we were used to light line. I remember fishing for some of the calico bass and the sand bass with eight pound test because they would get kind of finicky. So ten is not out of the out of my wheelhouse. But I figured, you know what? Um, I I, I want to try it. And how fun is it, Ron? It's a blast. I, we, we had guys. Uh, he, hey, hey, he didn't. We didn't want to. I go, want you because if I if I if I touch that rod, catch a fish, <laughs> I'm gonna want that rod. <laughs> well, let's get you that rod, Ron. Okay, so um, they do sell them. They're, they're available. It's the XL. It, it is, guys. I'll warn you. Extremely light. Extremely light. And I think one of the things that happens when you fish lighter line and Carson, jump in on this one. When you fish lighter line, you have a tendency more to baity the situation. You're more gentle. You don't pull. You don't. You don't do any weird moves. And so when you're concentrated, I think it 
It makes it easier to catch a fish. Well, that's the whole thing behind two-pound test. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, yeah, but we'll get back on the two-pound <laughs> test. Sergio, Sergio, we had this conversation yesterday. Uh, I mean, obviously, you and Ron have caught a lot of fish, and you didn't need to land every barracuda, and, right. and that's fine, and you guys were having fun. But 10-pound gear is really awesome for barracuda, and if you want to land them, you know, everything that you said, you know, the, 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 light, the light spectra, the 10-pound mono uh, leader or top shot, and then if you want to land them, then you just add two or three feet right to the end, two or three feet of 30-pound, maybe even 40, fluorocarbon, and then your live bait hook. And you get all the fun of fighting that barracuda on your 10-pound gear, and then you can land them if you want to keep them and bring them home. So that's kind of one thing different than what you guys did, even though what you guys did, which was, you know, basically getting bit off 50% of the time, uh, you still had the fun. So b- both both ways to do it are perfectly valid. All right. I'll leave it at that. We're going to take a short break. I can hear the music. Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. We'll be right back. everybody cries. Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AME 30 KLAA, and this is time to get 
on the tuna. Now, I want to, I've got Ken Frankie on the line. I'm going to ask Ken to, to hang on just a second because I've got a, a, a sport boat captain, Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey. He's calling in from the satellite phone. Can we queue up, Rick, please? And uh, there he is. I can hear the meter. Yeah. Hey, Rick, good morning. Good morning. How's everyone? You got, Good morning, uh, Rick. Ken on there, huh? Good morning, Ken. Yeah, actually, Ken, if if you can hear him, say good morning to Captain Rick Scott. Yeah, I just heard him. He said good morning. Oh. Said, good morning, Ken. Okay, perfect. I can't hear him. Okay, go ahead, Rick. Give us your report. I I can see you're on the water. Well. Fishing uh, was pretty good this week. It, uh, it, it it slowed a bit down yesterday. Everybody's all spread out right now, out looking. So we have to try to locate these fish again. So hopefully, uh, we can get them located here this morning and get back on them and start catching them. All right. Let me ask you a question here, and it's this: a lot of bluefin. We've been hearing it, but uh, there's been some better hauls on yellowfin. Okay, um, how far are the yellowfin, and what temperature water do you, you think they're, they're catching them in? Well, this bluefin and yellowfin is all mixed together. Like right now, we're in 69-degree water, um, and there's pretty good sign of it, good, good size schools. Um, we see them up. We're starting to see them up and uh, foaming around. They're a little tough to get to bite, but uh, in the beginning, it was occasionally you'd catch one mixed in with the, the school of bluefin, but now we're actually seeing schools of it up high and dry. So there's some elephants starting to move in here. And I guess there was a Dorado caught up in uh, Orange County this week, huh? Yeah, we're, we're still trying to verify that one. Um, you know, it, it's, I'm telling you this, I talked, uh, we went fishing with Ron yesterday, and one of the guys came in, I mean, just coming to from Catalina, he said he, he saw 72 degree water. So uh, if between Catalina and the coast, if you see any, any patties, I mean, like, three i would say maybe five miles off the coast you start looking um they will produce so very very possible where, where was that um andrew do you know what area they said it, it was it at? was uh six miles off the coast in newport and they were on their way to san Clemente. so they yeah. saw a big kelp patty uh that stopped on it and they seen something swimming around through a live bait and hooked up to it all right so uh rick uh we are going to be on your boat next tuesday are you, i mean can you are you ready for this i mean it's a brand new season we're, we're coming to invade your boat well have fun see ya what do you mean have fun see ya you're gonna be there are you, are you gonna pull oh, a man, mia you're gonna make me be here i'm gonna make you <laughs> oh, be man. here all right don't pull a mia okay mia's not here <laughs> all right all right so rick um no, we can't, can't wait we're, we're all ready we can't wait all right we're well let me ask you a question when is the next opening you've got for somebody who wants to fish the ocean odyssey i don't have internet service here the last time i looked i think i don't know a couple weeks down the road yeah give me a second and i'll let you know some, some people are saying Somebody told me October the other day, but I, don't, I think we might have some room before October. Yeah, and uh, li listen, folks, and the reason we, we talk to uh, Rick all the time, in fact, Andrew, you've been on Rick's boat. You've oh, had, yeah. Uh, you, you sponsored a couple of trips, and yep. uh, it's just a class act all the way. Yeah, in January, um, I got my first yellowtail. There you go. For the year? For the, yeah, for the year. <laughs> if not, I'm Mickey eat the heart. No, but anyway, um, here's the one thing, and, and Rick is the perfect example of this. You can't guarantee fishing. You never know what you're going to come across. But one of the things you can guarantee is a service. 
Um, and that's one of the things you will get on the Ocean Odyssey. It's it an unbelievable service. Uh, great deckhands. Uh, the food, uh, you know, that, you know, I, I sometimes <laughs> I go for the phenomenal. food. Sometimes I go, keep trolling. Don't <laughs> stop because I want to eat some more. I mean, it, it's great, <laughs> great stuff. So uh, well, great operation, Ocean Odyssey. Well, well, Rick, for your information, you do not have an open spot until August 29th. August wow. 29th. And that's folks. incredible. And wow. that. Yeah. And, and 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 you know it just shows the it shows you how great this boat is and, and it shows you the power of anger chronicles yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, you know, no, it's yeah. you know I well, all, all the Sergio yeah <laughs> I'll take it I'll take it I'll take it but time after time after time you know you put us on the fish and like Sergio just said the service is just fantastic yeah so. I mean you have a good time Andrew yeah, oh, you, yeah. you see it too yeah. all right Rick I'm gonna I know you're on the sad phone um, go slam my friend and then uh, Remember, I told you this once before. You have this device called a cellular phone, and one of the options that it has is as a camera. And all you got to do is point. You look what's in whatever is in the uh, in the viewing window there. It will will actually be the photo that you would take when you press that little white button. So do me a favor, snap some pictures, dude. Snap some pi- people want to see the some fish. water in the background, something. So yeah. uh, one more time, Rick. How do we get a hold of you? Well, I keep telling you I don't understand how to use the technology of this phone. If you want to come on the boat and try to get in one of my pictures, I'll start using it. You can log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com, look right online. Um, don't have to talk to anybody or give me a call at 619-889-4535. All right. Go slam, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right. We'll see you, see you Tuesday night. We'll see you Tuesday night. We'll see you Tuesday. Everybody uh, have a great weekend. You got it, brother. All right. Mister, that was Mr. Captain to you, Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey. Okay. Ken Frankie, good morning. I can't hear Ken. Can we get him uh, queued up? Do we know what's going on? I can't on? hear him either. Okay, yeah. We, we can't. Oh, we just lost Ken. Um, we'll, we'll get him to call back in. All right. So let me go to another great captain, one of our dearest friends. From the Sport King. Yes. All right, Ooh, Bruce. Bruce. Good morning, Bruce. Oh, I know. Just what you thought I would say. I'm back again. <laughs> good morning, we're Captain. Along. We miss yeah, you, morning, Bruce. Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Yeah, My, Mike Blue says good morning. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say something about him. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, but good what morning, you were going to say was not good morning. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, say good morning to all the, all the radio listeners. Uh, we're zooming along fishing here. We're kind of, my boat at least, I'm fishing kind of two deals. I'm fishing the Barracuda in the morning around here, which are biting soon really consistently. The best run we had in years. And then I'm going over to Catalina, which isn't having the best year in years, but we're still doing all kinds. We're having a yellow tail for a couple of sea bass or a couple of yellows every day. And there's Benita and some Barracuda over there as well. So we're making it a two-fold day, at least for right now. Mm-hmm. Especially, uh, uh, with the white fishing, is the water's warmed up and things are zooming around. So we're leaving every day at LAWaterFrontCruises.com. Parking um, free is close to the boat. And uh, white line, 15 and 20 and 24, we're fishing primarily with sardines. Mm-hmm. And it's working good for just about any jigs for the barracuda. They're just killing those. And we're hanging in there. We had one good day last week. We had over 60 yellows. That's not been the case normally, but 
We scratched, I didn't get one yesterday, but we scratched all week long and got a whole bunch of bear food in the basket with it. Well, let me ask so you a question. I, I got to ask question. Yeah, I, uh, one question, and that is uh, we had a private boater yesterday report that they saw 72-degree water near Catalina or at Catalina. Can you confirm? Yeah, which I didn't know about 72, but I had 69 and a half and 70 in various places. Excellent. All right, maybe coming, okay. maybe coming across. And, and, and east, of, east of Long Point, in front of Avalon, where typically the warmest, it just foam is up there for whatever reason. Uh, it was 71 from what I heard. Okay, excellent. All yeah. right, Captain Bruce, Sport King, give us one more time uh, how to uh, book a trip with you. Well, the best thing to do is either go on the website at LAWaterfrontcruises.com or you can call in at 310-547-93, excuse me, 547-9916 or 547-9916. One three one eight. Those are both three one zero area codes, and we're on the website as well. Obviously, that's waterfarkcruises dot com and sport fishing. All right, and there'll be somebody there to take your call. All right. Well, Ron, when, when is our next trip uh, on the Sport King? We'll actually be with uh, Captain Bruce on the 29th, and we do have spots available. For this month. For this month, July 29th, and you uh, call us at uh, 714-969-9750. Bruce, I cannot wait. It's always one of the highlights oh, of the it, year. It's perhaps the most entertaining. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, if you haven't fished with Bruce, guys, and, when, when he puts you on the spot or, or whatever you're doing, he he goes up on top and he just sits there and just looks down and to hear Bruce, it, it's a whole new dimension and I I enjoy it. Brings yeah. back all the old days. Um, I, I love all your sayings, folks. Extremely entertaining. Bruce, go get it done, yeah. my brother, and we will see you on the 29th and call us okay. in, give us reports. Now, little, yeah, I talked to Ron. We'll arrange some more trips too. Right. Provide another Coast Guard year, so we're okay. When all um. Right. Okay. Hey, Captain, when when I see you on the 29th, I have three dates that I'll get give you, Perfect. and we can figure something out. So everybody, you know, be yeah. looking out for some extra trips we'll do with with Bruce. Bruce, thank you so yeah. much. Go get it done, right. my friend. Then we'll get a report from you next week. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Thank you, Bruce. That's Bruce. Everybody out there, good fishing. Okay. You, thank you. Good luck. Okay. That's Captain Bruce Root from the Sport King out of L.A. Waterfront. All right, let's go. Let me see if we can get Ken Frankie here. Ken, can you hear me now? Good. Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Can you guys hear me? Ah, uh, we there can hear is. you. Yep, we can. Excellent. Well, technology is wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, Ken, we, we kind of uh, mentioned to, to uh, our listeners already that you're going to be calling in, and it was time to get serious. I, you know, we, we, we have a very... Uh, Lighthearted show here. We, we, we try to make it some fun, but there is something that is happening that needs the attention of every angler, okay, because it's going to affect every angler out here. So, Ken, let's start by introducing you. Who is Ken Frankie? Well, uh, Ken Frankie is a fisherman. Um, I love that. That's, I think that pretty much covers it, but. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I owned a, a sport fishing boat for quite a few years, and I've been an operator. I ran a boat uh, for 40 years, and uh, I'm president of the Sport Fishing Association of California. Um, also retired police. I did 30 years in law enforcement uh, on a parallel as I was running sport boats. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, for the last 13 years been working for SAC. And uh, for those listeners that have never heard of SAC, uh, on the recreational front, you got CCA to represent the private anglers. Uh, SAC represents the actual boats, the companies that take you fishing. So those two groups work hand-in-hand on just about everything that faces angling. Because the bottom line is, Everybody that's that's listening today, you don't want to be bothered with politics. You want to just take your family and go fishing and have a nice day. Well, behind the scenes, there's a couple organizations that we make sure that happens. And uh, SAC is uh, in the middle of probably one of the most serious threats we've ever had to our fleet right now. And that's some new regulations from the state of California. Right. And, and, and for all you guys that love to fish any party boat up and down the coast. Um, I know you probably haven't heard of SAC, but I guarantee you at some point you saw their sticker on one of these party boats, okay? Because it's there, okay? It's there. I, I think everybody signs up with you. And, I mean, I remember you guys being involved back in the MLPA uh, days and be way before that as well. I remember when it was started by Bob Fletcher. Um, it is it is a real organization, um, one of the more more serious ones and i think like you said most fishermen don't hear about sac because they don't need to you know you guys work behind the scenes and you work more hand in hand with the the boat operators okay to ensure that the actual angler has nothing to worry about like you said no politics needed just just go fishing and enjoy however something is going on and there's a big issue and i'm glad that that we're bringing to everybody's attention because uh, this is a plea to all the listeners. It's going to require you some action. Okay, so uh, I'm going to ask Ken to please lay out the issue, and then maybe we can, you know, if we have any questions, we'll, we'll go to there, and then how people get involved. There's two things going on right now. The first one is already in play, and that's a new, it's called CARB, California Air Resource Board. Everybody at home heard the, the recent announcements from the state government on the long-term uh, elimination of diesel and uh, gasoline engines in the state. Um, well, it's coming to the boating community now. Uh, they have, it's called a rulemaking, but to, to make it really simple, um, they have asked the entire fishing fleet in the very beginning to replace all the engines on the boats with tier four engines and some real expensive equipment. Um, this is probably uh, a little over a year ago. Um, right in the middle of COVID, interesting enough. And uh, we looked into it and found out the engines don't even exist. They've never been invented. So we went back to the state and said this hasn't been invented. We've been working for years on reducing emissions. We get it. We've already been replacing engines. They came back with recently, within about a, a little over a month ago, they says, okay, you need to get tier two engines with a bunch of expensive equipment on it and exhaust systems, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that equipment is is very seriously worrying us because of temperatures, weight, paying for it. it it's unfeasible. Basically, they put in front of the entire state fleet an impossible achievement, and that's it. They, they People won't be able to accomplish it. And then on the private voter side, a few weeks ago, they did their beginning rollout of a rulemaking, um, they're doing an inventory of all the private boats in the state, and they said that they want to commence the rulemaking process in similar fashion to the private boating community. I believe it's 20, uh, 2025 and 26. 
uh, same kind of deal, uh, addressing emissions, the boats that you own, the engines that you own. Um, they were very open with us. They felt that all wooden and fiberglass uh, commercial passenger boats all need to be replaced in the state. But there's no mechanism to pay for it, and that would make the boats that we currently own worthless. So uh, it's called, we, we have a website with a petition, and all I ask is every boat person, every fisherman, everybody, all the anglers out there, <clears throat> go to savefishing.com and sign up for the petition. It takes about 30 seconds. Okay, Ken, I've got to go to commercial, but we're going to come back with you. Save, <laughs> say that one more time during the before the commercial. Save, save, okay, savefishing.com. There you go. All right, folks, we'll take a short Break. It is it is break time, right? Uh, yeah, it's break time. Uh, Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LA. This is Angler Chronicles. We're back with Ken Frankie. Guys, this is really important. All right, so go to the website. We'll be right back. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AMA 30. You know, I want this song to keep going. For mm-hmm. those of us who grew up in the 70s, we know exactly who this is. I know, who, I know who wrote it. What's his name? Isaac Hayes. Shaft. Shaft. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let, me, let, let me go to Ken uh, Frankie. He's uh, with us here from uh, SACS, sure. Sport Fishing Association of California. And Ken, um, even before we get started, one more time, the website. It's savefishing.com. Save, S-A-V-E, fishing.com. Excellent. Now, this is yep. important, and, 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 you know, here's the thing. You and I and the, the guys here and even Steve Carson there, we can get into what I call the weeds uh, on what's going on. But, but in layman's terms, 
okay? What does it really mean? Okay, what what, well, what does it mean to the average guy that tries to get on a boat? This is really simple. Um, if 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 at some point the equipment and the engines that will fit the boats exists, uh, they want the anglers to pay for it. There's not going to be any all of our grant opportunities to help repower engines, which we've been using all along. All that goes away. The moment this rule goes into effect, which is January 2023, 18 months from now, uh, what they want to have us do, they, they said you can pass it on to your customers and increase the price of tickets and the amount of money that would have to be uh, added to the price of every ticket makes it almost impossible for the average family um, you know, to go fishing. If we have to replace the boats, we've done some some napkin calculations and it's going to cost us over 85 percent of ticket price doubling the price basically to take a family fishing all right and let me let me put it in perspective we'll put it into perspective yeah for, for for our listeners guys that means a three-quarter day trip local maybe to catalina you're looking at approximately 160 to 200 dollars just for the ticket. Correct. Well, that, that's like, that's you know, and to put it for everybody out there, that's like a day at Disneyland, folks. It's a, it's going to be a couple hundred bucks, and I, I don't quite understand. Well, um, so what's um, happening here is, and this is what, what's, what's stupid about this, and I'll just say the word stupid. Uh, they're asking you to change uh, the an engine that hasn't been really created yet, right? Do I get that right? Yeah, and the alternate. That is correct, and then, they, and then after we brought that to their attention that they don't exist, they says, well, we can let you do Tier 3, which does exist, but you have to add this big okay. exhaust system that is, is a very high-temperature system. I won't go into the details of it, but it, it, it adds a tremendous amount of weight onto the boat and, again, makes it almost impossible for most of the fleet to comply. It, it's an unattainable wow. goal. So we have the same end result and uh, yeah, it's it's gonna, you know, it's it's a frightening thing we're facing right now. I've never seen anything like it in my entire career running a boat. Yeah. So um, what it means to our to you guys, the average guy, and this is going to affect not only the bigger boats but also private boaters, correct? It will. Um, the new, the other, the other thing that's occurring right now, as I mentioned. Uh, about uh, a little over a month ago, they started the process for private boats, and it's called an inventory, and they're going to inventory the 685,000 private boats in the state, and they want to start the rulemaking process on their machinery around 2025-26. Wow. So, okay. so, um, so even, yeah, if, even if you don't go party boat fishing and you have your own personal boat, it's going to affect you by 25 or 2026. 20, so... Uh, there is something our listeners can do, and that that's uh, to sign this petition, which is found one more time. Savefishing.com. Guys, this really Real is safe fishing. Now, I know we ask you guys to get involved in a lot of things. Uh, I will, and I think, Steve Carson, you've known Ken for a long time as well. Um, this is the real McCoy, okay? This is, when, when, this is a fight that we have to fight. Or you can just kiss fishing off Southern California goodbye because we won't be able to afford to go. It just gets too crazy. I mean, already, you know, with the boats having to limit the number of people on the boat has caused the prices to go up. 
now you're looking at everybody imagine a $200 three quarter day trip for a ticket okay Two, that that's the cost of an overnight or a day and a half almost okay we haven't included the food we haven't included uh, your your fish cleaning so what's it going to be three or four hundred dollars by the time you're done you get a crew tip as well so Ken this is serious really really serious and, and, and let me just stress this and I'm going to have you come back periodically to keep us updated um, the the petition until when do the listeners have time for the petition we we have about six weeks until the uh, public comment period starts officially at the state. But we've been advised we need to get this done before then because we're trying to put pressure on the government agencies to do something now and not to have this hanging over everybody's head. Um, yeah, this is, this is a really serious deal. Not everybody in the state has so much money that they can afford to buy their own yacht to go, to go out and take their family fishing. These boats are the only way people normal folks like my family can afford to go out in the ocean yeah and that and that's bottom line you know so if you like going uh to your local landing or your favorite landing getting on your favorite boat and go fishing that probably won't necessarily go away but it was going to cost you it's going to cost you dearly and i'll be honest I, I think a lot of these boats will just go out of business and we'll lose that whole industry even if you want to go whale watching okay that's going to affect you too Whatever you do in the ocean is going to affect you. Okay, so uh, Ken, so let me tell you what happens now, and I want to keep you on because uh, there's a lot of things that we need to do here with you. Um, we're going to go into our break in about in less than a minute. We're going to go to our break, and we come back. We talk to our producer Danny Jackson about the show that's going to be on tomorrow. You know Danny as well, don't you? Have you yeah, met? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I want to get Steve Carson involved here as well. Steve runs, uh, I mean, he's been on Party Boat since day one. So we're going to do that. And uh, so I want to keep you on the line because <clears throat> this is some serious stuff. Okay. All right. You could, What did you find there, Andrew? Um, I just signed up, and it took less than a minute. It took less than it. a minute. Okay. And it, it's easy. It's mm -hmm. easy, okay? And I, we're, I put the link, Sergio, I put the link on Friends of Angular Chronicles. Excellent. So the link is up. Excellent. Please, 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 listeners, get involved, okay? Ken, stay with us. Uh, we're going to go. When we come back, we'll talk to the sheriff himself, Danny Jackson. Let us know what's on TV tomorrow. Folks, this is Ang Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. Angler Chronicles, we'll be right back. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. And when you hear this music, you know what's going on. And we need to move along. So I'm going to say I love seeing the sheriff yesterday when he came in, Ron. We, we were coming in. He was fishing the base. Really cool. Danny Jackson, good morning, sir. Hey, Sergio. Good morning. And good morning to Steve Carson and Ron and Andrew. And good morning to Ken Frankie. You know, I, I, I don't know that I've met you before, but nice to meet you. I, I knew Bob Fletcher back in the day, of course, but... Sounds like you really have the credentials. I'm glad to have you aboard, Ken, and, and on the show this morning. So 
that's really cool. Um, and Sergio, I know you got to get back to Ken. I just want to say briefly, and I'll, I'll get right to our show tomorrow. Steve, you mentioned uh, about a hook set. I, I don't remember that one in British Columbia that I missed, but you know, realistically, <laughs> it, videographers just can't get every hook set. Uh, but but you know what? I other than Sir, uh, Ronnie Kovac and Sergio, I probably have you on video more than anyone else on the planet <laughs> catching fish from uh, Alaska, British Columbia, Mexico, of course. And it's all been good. The one I'm just going to say the the one fish that I really missed that I, I wish I had. And I have you might recall the one trip I had to go home sick. I was starting to have some heart issues. And the very next day, when I get home, Ronnie catches a, a world record AJ. I'm just glad that you were there, Steve, to at least get some photographs. Otherwise, we would have been out on that one. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, it was nice to see you, uh, Sergio and Ron, yesterday. We had uh, lunch there at the, at the new restaurant next to Freedom Boat Club. And, and uh, yeah, I got my pers- personal best um uh, spotted bay bass yesterday, and and uh, I guess you're going to post that on Facebook later today sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deal, so. okay, okay. Well, let's let, get to uh, the... yeah. Let's get to it because uh, this is some good stuff talking to Ken here. I know, I know. We're we're going to get back to Ken tomorrow. We're going to run the East Cape Wahoo Gold Cup, <laughs> and and uh, very important and to, to you know remind everyone of that great uh, tournament that they have every year. This year. It's uh, August 21st, and I've got lots of information in this episode about how to sign up for it uh, at uh, the Van Warmer properties there. So, anyway, that will um, premiere at 8.30 tomorrow morning. At 8 o'clock, of course, spot, one last look at Spotlight Pier Point Landing, and then the Wahoo, the East Cape Wahoo Gold Cup will air five times this next week. Sergio, back to you. Thank you, my friend, and um, it was a pleasure to seeing you yesterday. And stay tuned because um, we've got a fight on our hands. Uh, this thing with uh, with what's going on here in California, as far as the the effect it's going to have on the fleet. I mean, Danny, you and you and I met on a sport fishing boat. Okay. We, yes, that's right. We go way yeah. back. Okay, so yes, we do. And yes, we do. Uh, you, you're you've got a son-in-law and a son. They're both boat captains. They ran boats. I mean, we grew up around that. And just the thought. And I want you to imagine this: if in a year and a half or two, maybe two years, if you would have had to pay about two hundred dollars for a three-quarter day trip. Oh, my God. That, Shudder to think about it. That's what it would mean, I think, to the average angler. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going on behind the scenes, but it's it's like, what is the effect? Because a lot, you know, it, it's very easy to look the other way and just say not important. While we were on the break, I went up there and I signed the petition. Like, like It took me less than, the, you know, a minute. Less than a minute. Yeah. Ron, you just did it too. It, it's that quick, guys. Get involved. If not... Don't complain later. One of the things I hate the most is getting on a boat, you know, and, and Ken, you, you know this because you were involved from the beginning. You know, you get on a boat and you hear all these guys, oh, yeah, they took away this and they think. And my, my question is, where were you? Where were you when they were doing this? Well, guess what? You get, you're getting warning now. So when you can't afford to go fishing on a party boat anymore and you really can't afford to own a boat because it's not, they're going to be, uh, the expense would be crazy. Don't complain. And, and, and if you want to be 
You know, son, in my day, we used to do this thing called fishing off of California. Well, you know what? You're not going to be able to do it anymore. So, bottom line, I'm telling you, you got to get involved. And I'm, I'm very, very happy for people like Ken Frankie and, and Marco. Um, the, these people get involved. They do things. In fact, uh, Carson, you you were went up and tried to lead a charge <coughs> with Marco up in Sacramento, didn't you? Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, we're, hopefully, that issue is not completely, completely dead, uh, which will be the 365-day fishing license. Um, we we didn't. We were not successful on that particular trip, but uh, again, it's going to happen eventually. Right, right. But and it is going to happen. I have also battled carb in the past. Um, if you remember the MTBE. Uh, uh, issue from about 10 years ago when MTBE was being added to gasoline or uh, uh, it was uh, uh, we don't have time and it's off topic but carb fights dirty so uh, Ken needs every bit of help he can get yeah and I want to thank some of our listeners (laughs) they're already posting up that they they just got they just signed up. I want to throw, thank you, Don. Sergio, we so appreciate that. We so appreciate that. This is, as you, you've already, I, we don't need to kill a dead horse. Bottom line is we need everybody's help. And with your help and everybody listening today, we are going to accomplish this to bring common sense back to what needs to be done. And, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, like I said, it's very easy uh, for you, me, Steve, Ron, and Andrew here, um, and even Ben, to get into the weeds, okay, of what this all means. Mm-hmm. But we, when we translate it to just the common angler, just the everyday guy, okay, it, it means uh, an extremely high cost to go fishing. And then on top of that, the elimination of probably 80% of your favorite boats, you know, that's going to happen. So um, this is not a good thing. This is not a good thing by any means. Okay, so uh, one more time, Andrew, what's the, uh, the place where you signed up? Oh, at uh, savefishing.com. Perfect. I just got... Yep, savefishing.com. I, I don't know if you heard my, my phone was vibrating off the hook here. I got another one that says signed up, took 50 seconds. Okay. I'm going to keep posting Perfect. the link. Okay. Uh, about every two hours, just to make sure you haven't nobody has let it scroll down past past their screen. They're gonna they're gonna keep seeing it. Yeah, it's 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 important. Now I'm gonna share everything with uh, some of the groups that we're involved with. It will be on Angler Chronicles today. I I can't say how important this is. Okay, so um, guys, you gotta get involved. Well, the other thing, the other thing, Sergio, the fact that you and your show are willing to take the time to help us um, is a testament to you all because you don't need to do this stuff. You could focus completely on fishing and have everybody have a wonderful day and go, yeah, 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 fishing's awesome. But this is the down and dirty stuff, and we so appreciate the help. Well, and, uh, it's a testament to you all. I appreciate you giving us the thanks, but, you know, at the bottom line is this. We love to fish. We love to go fishing on boats. I mean, you heard Rick Scott was on the line. In fact, he told, he wanted to talk to you, but, you know, we lost you on there for a second. I mean, Bruce Rude will call in. We'll get the, the boats from Long Beach calling in. Um, Dana Wharf, we get them all over. And to, to see the potential of that being gone, we, at the end of the day, we are fishermen, okay? And that's what we love to do. Ron and I went for fun for his birthday yesterday. We just 
took the boat out and went out fishing. That's what we do. Yeah, we happen to have a radio show and television, but we say at the end of the day, we're just anglers and just having fun. That fun is threatened. That way of life is threatened. And I mean, the industry accounts uh, for how much in income uh, in a year? Do you know in California? It's, it's in billions of dollars, the actual economic impact. It's a huge engine. Yeah, and, and you think about, <clears throat> think about this. If, in fact, this goes through, okay, all our friends are local boats, deckhands, captains, out of a job. Their, their families are going to be hurting. So this is going to impact a lot of people we know. So all you got to do is go to fa- savefishing.com. It takes less than a minute to complete. It asks you a couple questions. Hit the submit button, and let's flood Sacramento with everything that, that needs to be said and support SAC. I mean, can anglers support you directly? Uh, actually, uh, with well wishes. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, we're, we're, we're actually funded by all of the boat companies, but all of our events and activities are integrated with CCA. If you want to support, uh, CCA would be a great place to support. Uh, they're also helping us with this. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I can account for SAC for many, many years. In fact, I think, um, didn't you guys do some casino nights down in Newport back in the day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yep. I, I was we there. We used to do a lot of fundraisers. Yeah, I was there. I used to, you know, the raffle tickets. We used to win, a, I mean, some of the most unbelievable raffle prizes. I remember that back in the day at uh, Davy's Locker. Uh, you remember Captain Norris Tapp? Yep, uh, yep, absolutely. Yeah, he's in Texas now. But anyway, uh, Carson, you have anything you want to say while we have Ken here? Uh, well, again, not to dwell on the past, but, but CARB has been a formidable, uh, what's the word, uh, force that has no problem stopping people from fishing. They just don't care. So Ken's efforts... Um, Again, if you look through the website, they do a great job of explaining it, both on you know sort of the general family. If you like to take your family fishing, if you like to take your family whale watching, it's going to stop. Uh, for people that are motorheads and want a little bit more technical information, there's plenty of people that you know that that know a lot about engines that like hearing details about boats. He's got some technical info in there, um, but bottom line, this is like super serious. And, and, and I certainly understand that there's people out there, you know, they don't want to get political, they don't want to get involved, you know, they've got work, they've got family, they got, you know, they got their own problems, they just want to fish. Uh, this takes very, very little effort on your part and no money. Um, <laughs> Ken's got to be one of the very, very few uh, groups that works for the public benefit that literally won't take your money. He just said so. Mm-hmm. I mean, when was the last time you ever heard that? Exactly. All, all he needs is your signature. And I'm glad you went down that. I didn't want to say anything, but I figured that was the best way to, to point it out. We can't help you, and that's the key. Now, the only thing we can do is take action, and what we can do is, is try to uh, have a positive income uh, outcome, okay, with this whole thing. And, and that is if you take action, if we do what, if we support SAC, at least in this way, 
maybe get something done. So, Ken, I, I want to thank you. I want to thank you, and I want to hear from you more often. Okay, give us a couple. Of, give us give me a call in a couple of weeks. Let me know what's going on, and we'll I cover will. some other issues. Okay. I so, will. Thank you, and uh, to all your listeners, good fishing, and have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much. That was Ken Frankie from uh, Sport Fishing Association of California. We need to get involved, guys. SaveFishing.com only takes about 50 seconds. Get it done. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we'll come back. Uh, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. We'll talk a little bit more about fishing. AM 830. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Why settle for one boat when you can have access to nearly 20 in Huntington Beach and San Diego? With a Freedom Boat Club membership, enjoy fishing, water sports, and exploring local waterways aboard late model boats from top brands. Call 888-781-7363 today to learn about our one-time entry fee, low monthly membership dues, and three free months when you join the club. That's 888-781-7363 or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. You know what the name of the song is? Fun, fun, fun. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, we heard from Ken. Until take Daddy that. took our boat away. Yeah, and that, that's that's <laughs> no good. All right, folks, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, the Zangra Chronicles. Let me go real quick here to Steve Phelps. My buddy. Ice, ice, baby. Long Beach oh, Sportfish. God. Well, hey, I, I was told I had to do that, even though he's not in studio right now. I don't know where he is. He says, I don't know if I should call in. It's The, the time is, is, is like 2 o'clock in the morning here. And I'm going, well, dude, it's not my problem. Okay, you're out there. And you know who we're talking about, okay? Oliver. Okay, so, but he told me to say, ice, ice, baby, to them. See? Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Steve Phelps, I was about to talk to, to Ron about this unbelievable, in my opinion, and consistent El Dorado trip to the island. I saw the quality of the yellowtail that came off that boat just what yesterday morning. Okay, unbelievable. So let's talk about the El Dorado and their last trip. They got white sea bass. 11 yellows of quality. I'm talking 20-pounders and above. And then all the bottom grabbers you could want. Oh, yeah. Like you said, uh, Serge, it's been really, really consistent on the El Dorado. Every trip, you know, they're getting either a handful or two of nice yellows, a couple sea bass, and then rounding off the stacks with those quality rockfish. Uh, they had a charter yesterday. Yesterday's trip, we only had 18 guys. We went 11 for a little over 20 on the yellowtail, two sea bass, and then uh, – 
like I said, rounded off the sacks with big reds and groupers and sheephead and stuff like that. So it's it's been really consistent. Uh, looks like I'm sold out uh, every weekend in July, guys. But your next chance to get on the boat for a weekday trip would be Sunday night fishing Monday. Um, and then this week I have Thursday night for Friday. I got some room available. And I also just put up the schedule for August for the El Dorado. So especially if you guys can only fish weekends, jump on the website, book your trip. They're going to sell out quick. It's uh, longbeachsportfishing.com, and you click the little book online tab, and if you have any problems, give us a call, 562-432-8993. Okay, well, that was the El Dorado. We fished yesterday near the Victory. What's going on with the Victory? Uh, Victories, it's it's been like uh, Captain Bruce said earlier, this this local barracuda fishing is the best we've seen in years so he's taking full advantage of it every trip he's getting you know a couple hundred barracuda along with some nice bass fishing for the guys um it's been like it's it's been the best we've seen in years so you guys want to fish those cuda come on out on the victory they depart every day at 6 a.m return at 4 p.m um bring your jig sticks and your bass rods it's been it's been consistent guys take advantage and let me tell you something that happens, and uh, Carson, jump in on this one. I remember uh, back in the day when this was, this was uh, folks, this was a normal thing. Okay, we used to have a, a, a bass run, a sand bass run, uh, and a barracuda run where it was limits of both, and that's when it was 10 fish. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, and you'd get, you know, for three months, four months, you'd have 60 people, 600 barracuda, 600 bass. That was just oh, yeah. the way it was. Well, something changed. I'm, I have a good feeling what changed. Um, it was man-made. It's called a wall, and not Trump's wall. It was a net, okay, that's yep. stopping the migration of these fish. And I know this for a fact. Now I, I, I'll, I'll say it. But anyway, um, the, the stop the migration. Well, for some reason, well, I know the reason that they, they already reached their quota of bluefin. Um, they have allowed the, the, these fish are coming back. Okay, and we started to see better, better signs every year. And this year, I mean, we saw some of it last year, a sprinkle. This is more than a sprinkle. It's not a dowsing yet, but it's definitely more than a sprinkle. Okay, and uh, we were out there yesterday with Ron, and it was, it was, it was all the barracuda you wanted. And I don't remember that being the case in the last. How, how many years would you say, Carson? Uh, it's been, you know, eight or ten. Hard to say exactly. Yeah, since it's been a while. Yeah, and every and and I told Ron, you know, we don't we don't keep the barracuda uh, personally, but I said this is the perfect practice, you know. Um, let me let me add one other natural disaster, if you will, that also, in my opinion, uh, uh, affected the migration. And old-timers will remember when this happened the other time, and that was the giant squid invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, they absolutely decimate any area they come through. They're like, they're like a killer the hun. Yeah. They come through. They basically eat everything. If you're in the water, they'll eat you. Yeah. And um, it, back in the 70s, it was a similar run. It was uh, not as long, not as protracted. And took the, took the inshore fishing, the sand bass, the barracuda, et cetera. After a one-year run of giant squid in, I think it was maybe 1974 or 5, it took the inshore fishing a year, a whole season, before it recovered. And the last squid invasion was three or four years in a row. So 
Uh, again, that happens. No, it, 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 that. Yeah, but yeah, and that's but see, that's a natural thing. My 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 anger right. is for when it's man and it gets involved. So you get so you get the worst of humans and the worst of natural disasters, and what do you get? Right, you get but, a shortage of barracuda. But but that's not the case now, which is cool. So my mm -hmm. thing is this: get on any local boat. I mean, you got the victories available. When's the next time you got a, uh, availability on the victory, Steve? All right, let me see here. It looks like I got some room. Uh, all week I have room, guys. Okay. Um, it looks like the victory is actually sold out for every weekend for the rest of the month as well. So uh, jump on wow. jump on the boat during the week. And we're, we're still limiting it to only 35 people. So, I mean, 35 out of 90. We're, we're keeping it at 35. I talked to George. You know, even when everything clears up, um, we're probably still going to keep those light loads, 35, maybe 40 max. I don't think we're ever going back to the 90. Well, yeah, and, and, and you know, in Barracuda fishing, it get pretty hectic. So I have had to – let me tell you a little secret here. Um, I'm I'm not a very tall individual, maybe 5'7 on a no. very good day. Okay, 5'7? Come yeah. on, Sergio. Yeah, okay, well, I said on a good day. You get older, you get shorter. The big shoes. Okay, so, so let, let me tell you something. So here, here's the deal. Um, I used to, we used to fish with 90, okay, on a boat with 90 people to go get some barracuda. That was when I bought a nine-foot rod, and and, and you, all you did was step backward because it's impossible to move when you're elbow to elbow. You're going with yeah, 45. Yeah. It's doable now, you know, and if you get into one of these flurries, it's good. For everybody that uh, understands that, you know, the weekends are sold out, and you got to understand why, that's people can go. I'm just have a message for you guys that are working during the week. Life is short. <laughs> Call in sick and go fishing, okay? <laughs> and if you get a phone call, just say I'm sorry I couldn't answer. My arm wasn't wasn't a cast, okay? Or tell them you're on the other line, mm -hmm. okay? So there's a lot of stuff you can do. I will tell you this: life is short. Call in sick and go fishing. That I, I can't stress that enough. I got back from Sacramento. I'm, I'm looking at my folks, and, and, and time is passing by. I mean, poor Ron Van. I got Ron Van Winkle here. Just had another birthday. Okay, <laughs> so time is going by. No, we got to enjoy our friends. I mean, we got off the boat, and, and I'm going. That was fun. Ron goes. You know what? We got to do more of this. So you know what? If you can get a day off, go fishing. The victory's an op. I mean, a great, great option. You got George and. And feel great captains. And then if you want to do a little bit long, you got a day overnight or day and a half on the um, on the El Dorado. But, again, most of the trips are going to be during the week. So get ready. All right, Steve, give me the number and, uh, and website one more time. All right. The website, once again, is longbeachsportfishing.com. There's a little book online tab at the top of the page. You click that. Click the little green dot next to the trip that you'd like to go on and uh, – if you don't have an account, set yourself up an account. If you do have an account, you can just sign in and pay for your ticket that way. And, again, uh, we, we do uh, request that you try that uh, book online first. If you have any issues, just give us a call, 562-432-8993, and hope to see everyone soon. All right. Well, listen, before I hang up, let me um, – uh, can we go ahead and get this other gentleman uh, online here? And let me uh, – I want him to say something to you. Uh, sir, um, – the guy with the company that has the initials backwards. Could you please say something to Steve? <laughs> he is no longer Ice Ice Baby. His new nickname is Barracuda Steve. 
Nah. How about stovepipe, Steve? There you go. Okay. Oh, I like that one, stovepipe. Because that's what we used to call Barracuda, you see. We had a lot of names for them. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Oliver? That's a new handle for the Facebook page, Barracuda Steve. Okay, well, he likes Barracuda Steve. Steve, I don't know what to tell you, bud. I got a new nickname every week. <laughs> I get called all kinds of names. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we all love you, Ron. And happy late birthday, by the way, brother. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe it? He's like 172 now. <laughs> okay, he's, he's doing quite well. I will tell you this. He's doing quite well. All right. Icy. Okay, I, I wouldn't call you Icy. You no. like Icy? Oh, I love Icy's. <laughs> icy hat. Dun, 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 dun. Come on. Well, how does that song go? Which one? Ice, ice, baby. Oh, dun 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 dun. Okay, you guys keep going, keep going. Okay, I gotta go to commercial. I gotta go to commercial. So we're gonna say goodbye to Steve here. Going to commercial. There's Angels Radio AM 830 KLA. Dun 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 God. Okay, guys, have a good day. All right, see you, Steve. All right, folks. I got Oliver Shalise from Fishing Syndicate. When we come back, we'll we'll chat with him and. We'll be right back. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. When the sky that we look upon. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Brie, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. To all my friends, present, pass it beyond. All right, folks, this is Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA. This is in Chronicles, and that goes out. It's called Bro Him. I'm sending that out to Ben. Good luck today. All right, Oliver. Um, You're not in studio. You didn't call in the morning early. 
you give a lot of crap to poor Steve Ice Ice Baby Stovepipe Phelps. Steve <laughs> gets um, Oh man. Okay, where, where are you? I am uh, in yeah. Hawaii. Good. Oh, yeah, 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 you're working. Steve well, wait a minute, Carson. wait a minute. It's like four something in the morning there. I don't. You know what? I don't care. He's on vacation. You know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it is. It is actually. 3 a.m. in the morning. Whoa. I'm in front of Waikiki Beach walking around looking for a coffee shop. I guess people don't get up early over here. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's Hawaii. It's hang, it's, it's hang loose time, you know? Yeah, they didn't even <laughs> go to, Or you could be like Ron well, and I. I. We didn't get a chance to sleep at all last night. Mm-hmm. No, here's the, here's the thing. I'm on I'm on hanging loose time, but my body's still on L.A. time. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still waking up around 5 in the morning no matter what. Okay, well, listen, welcome to uh, the show, and I'm, thank you for calling us on your vacation at Hawaii. All right, we were talking with Ken Frankie and all the, th- all the things that uh, this is going to mean. Um, I know you fish party boats, Oliver. You were raised on party boats. Uh, they could go away. They could be extremely expensive. You know, we were talking earlier about all, those, all this tuna. Oh, I do want to give you kudos, dude. I have to give you a major kudos. Um, I fished the XL rod yesterday. Okay. Nice. And it was simply unbelievable. Pretty okay. cool. I was fishing it with 10-pound test. Yes, I missed a couple of, of fish. Uh, actually, they just bite the hook off, you know. Uh, that's more of my fault, believe it, than the line. Okay. He says that if their teeth gets even close to the line, 10-pound test, it'll cut it off. And Steve wants me oh, to put yeah. a 30-pound leader on the end, but I can't do that, Steve. I'm sorry. i got to stay pure. Okay, I'm going straight 10. But, you know, I, I brought it. I was thinking I was going to bounce it. There was no way I could bounce a legal barracuda on that. <laughs> not because of the line. It's just it's just a sensitive rod. So I want to let you know I did not bounce the rod. I did not break the tip. I am not Mia. <laughs> I, would have li- I would have liked to have heard you explain it on the air. What's that? If you had, if you had done that and some damage had occurred, I would have liked to have heard you explain uh, exactly what happened. And, I, I wouldn't and, know where to hide, dude. And I probably would have yeah. kept it to myself and not told anybody. And the reason is, because look, I, I've done it before. I've broken tips off before. And it's always happened with my graphite rods. And they break in weird places when you bounce a fish. And, and that's not necessarily because I bounced them wrong, but maybe I nicked the, the graphite. And uh, Oliver, you know what we're talking about. I mean, if you just nick it, you don't know when um, it could break, right? Yeah, you know, we, we see that all the time. Um, it, I think, um, you know, the graphite rods are like a catch-22. Um, people, most people don't understand how that works. And, yes, one little nick, one little fracture. Uh, and, and that fracture doesn't have to be something you did wrong. That fracture could be... Uh, could happen during transport. Uh, you have them in your vehicle, you're bouncing around, and, you know, they're hitting an edge. You don't even know it. You got two or three rocks uh, together, and they're bouncing around, and one of them is bouncing up and down on top of a guide from the other uh, one of the other rocks. Uh, and that creates a little bit of a fracture. So what happens when fibers get compromised? As soon as that rod goes under load, uh, it will snap. Um, if you're on a you know private boat and that rod bounces around, you're in a party boat and someone uh, casts a jig and happens to nick or hit your your rod. Um, obviously, they don't do that purposely, but 
you know, it could be someone who doesn't know how to look back or doesn't know where to catch a jig from. And so next thing you know, you go fish that rod, and when it goes from the load, it pops. Yeah. So what I tell people all the time is it's very simple. If the rod didn't break the first time it went under load, that means there was nothing wrong at that time. Mm-hmm. If it broke the second, third, fourth time, it broke a year later. Well, there's a reason behind it. And most of the people that report breakage, they, you know, they understand. They do say, oh, you know, I did see a little nick. So when guys come and bring rods, get guys replaced, we test them, we look at them, and I, I find the, the nick, those weak spots where they'll snap. But, you know, uh, graphite rods are fun. They're like Ferraris, you know. Mm-hmm. You just can't. You just can't take them off-roading. That's you, all. Yeah, well, you, you can't uh, you can't give it to uh, a 16-year-old, a Ferrari. That's the key. <laughs> all right, so all right, so so uh, here's the point. Um, we're talking about the inappropriate, along with the appropriate rods to be using right now. Okay, and the appropriate stuff is obviously much heavier. Uh, my recommendations, and Steve, you take care of the reels. I'll take care of the. Uh, well, actually, Oliver. You take care of the wood rods. Really quick, let's run, run them down. I'll give you a species. One give me um, the line and the reel, and Oliver, you give me the, the rod. So let's start with uh, Big Craze right now, and that is Barracuda. Recommendation. One rod, one reel. Who, who? Oh, definitely the Fathom 25 Narrow Star Drag. And um, these days, to throw the surface iron, which is the only way to catch barracuda, on the surface iron. Uh, In the old days, you're right, we used to throw 25- and 30-pound tests. Since a sea lion uh, infestation, you can't do that anymore, so you got to throw 40 with your Taddy 45 or, you know, whatever your favorite surface iron may be. And I know that uh, uh, Fishing Syndicate has a number of very nice, Jig six to go with it. Oliver, let's hear it. Yes, sir. So uh, we would go with the nine hundred M. Make sure you get the nine footer. Uh, uh, well, how about a, a short? A short guys would go with eight hundred M, right? Well, uh, and guys, can you say eight hundred M as well? Uh, the nine hundred M, even though it's rated the same uh, medium twenty to fifty, uh, the nine hundred M does provide you a little bit more backbone because of the extra length, that extra foot uh, of graphite. Uh, makes a big difference when it comes to providing power. Uh, the action is the same on both lengths, and that'll get you, you know, that'll get you enough distance to get that jig out and bounce up barracuda once you bring it in. And then once we have that 90 day uh, that we're working on, that will become the premier rod that you were, you would want for this. Okay. All right. So that takes care of that. All right. And then. Um, I guess you could use the same rod with line to, to add on. Maybe if you're going to fish bait, I would recommend 25 pound, even 30. That way you don't get bit off. Unless you're crazy like me, and I was fishing them yesterday on 10 pound test. And- I, Sergio, I love I love that gear on Barracuda. When I say the 30 pound test, I just mean two or three feet for a bite leader, and you still have you have all the fun. And I know you don't necessarily want to bring the fish home. A lot of people do. That's how they can pull it, pull off the fun and the barracuda to bring home. Okay, perfect. Uh, let's go with uh, uh, now I'm fishing for 50 to 80-pound tuna. Okay, reel of choice there, uh, Carson? 
Oh, well, that would be, well, my personal choice would be a 50 to 80 pounders, the torque uh, 32 speed lever drag. If you have a little bit more modest budget, nothing wrong with the Fathom 32 speed lever drag. Fill it up uh, to your your preferred level with 65 pound braid and put a top shot on it, depending on what the fish are biting, of 40 or 50 pound test. And uh, you can fish, uh, you know, the small dart jigs, the uh, the sniper type jigs. You can fish uh, fly line bait. You can fish a light sinkered bait. It's a super, super all-around rig. And if you hook 100 or even actually, uh, I got a 115-pounder uh, on that exact rig. I wasn't really expecting it uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So if you, hook, if you hook a 200-pounder, you're going to be in trouble. Right. But if you hook a 100-pounder, you're going to be able to land him and those... 50s, 60s, 70s—they're uh, never easy, but they're going to be very doable. And it's a super light reel; it's only about uh, 21 ounces. So, um, very yeah, that's, All it, right. it, it, it's the perfect choice. I like an eight-foot rod. Um, I'm gonna—I'm gonna let you guys decide if uh, the general public would prefer a seven-foot rod. I like an eight-footer to go with it. All right. So, what recommendation for that line class and tuna? Yeah, so <clears throat> I agree with Steve. I definitely like an eight foot, like an eight foot heavy, thirty sixty. Uh, the thing I provide you would be enough cyclone to fish or to fight a fish of that size, especially a bluefin that's going to, you know, put the put up a battle of a lifetime. Uh, and you know, the other that's considered would be a seven six extra heavy, which is really a fifty pound rod. Um, but that toward thirty, you know, could handle fifty if needed. If needed, um, definitely thirty pound. Um, you know. As of late, I, I go with what the boats are, uh, the captains are recommending, uh, 40. You know, I, I landed a bluefin last weekend on, on 20 pounds and uh, lost one on 20 pounds, so I went one for two. And uh, as soon as the fish got a little bit bigger, I switched over to 30, and that was a nice little fight, but, you know, 40 would have made it yeah. that much uh, but, but right easier. now, Yeah, right now what I reckon, I just got off Tuna Wars, and the captain made us all take an oath that we would not use anything under 60 pounds. And the fish were just chomping. And he goes, I want these fish on the boat. Yep. I don't want them fish. So, you know, I had my bass rod with me. I did take it out for a brief second, cut a small yellowtail off a of patty. And then I said, I better put it away because the <laughs> odds are really good, you know, that I was going to catch a big fish. And all the line on that little 300 was going to go away. But anyway, so the important thing is to be prepared. You know, there's a lot of fish out there. There's a lot of personal bests to be made with these fish or, or even lifetime fish. I don't know how long these things are going to stick around. Everybody asks, I don't know. You know, as long as the water has got the temperature and the quality it's got, as long as there's bait around, these fish will stick around. Ben's always telling you guys, he, they go in a big, huge circle. So it's just a matter of, you know, getting them to bite. All right. There's a lot of fish. Some bite, some don't. I did get, you know, one of the key tips uh, from Ben was you got to learn how to cast. Okay. You got to be able to put that uh, jig within two feet of where uh, these fish are. Okay. And if you don't know how, you're not going to get bit. And he says, I could see it from some of the passengers that were with him. Okay. So you need floral. You need floral, that's really the end of the story, even with 20-pound tails. Unless you go wide open, 
Yeah, unless, unless you go wide open. Unless you well, you, well let me tell you something. When it comes to uh, jigs, uh, I'm usually not a big deal if you use mono or or, or fluorocarbon. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. However, with these bigger fish, the fight is so long. There's a lot of chances for the line to cut. It's better to have a little harder, uh, more abrasive-resistant material as fluorocarbon than regular monofilament line. So that's just another added bonus. So there you go, guys. I mean, you know, you have to be prepared with all the right stuff. Barracuda's all over the place. You got yellowtail at the islands. I mean, my recommendations would be a little bit different. I mean, for me personally, I would have used the... Um, Probably the 800L, the lights, rated 15 to 30 pound test. I would have thrown out 20 uh, to catch uh, uh, Barracuda, you know, on bait, put a hook on there, let it go. Uh, for a jig, I probably would have gone to the 800M, okay? Although the L is tempting because the, the, the and I'm talking about not the graphite, but the composite L is, is tempting. And Ron, I can see Ron shaking his head yes. And the reason is when it'll load up better and it'll get you out there a little bit further. And sometimes a few extra feet are the difference between catching and not. Okay, so I like that. Unfortunately for me, my stature, nine foot is a bit long. I have a couple of nine footers. That's a bit much, especially on a party boat. Uh, with a heavier fish. That L, yeah, well, for the for the that L, Sergio. Uh huh. That L was 30 pounds on a Patty C would be phenomenal yeah that's what i'm saying yeah yep. exactly okay and uh and that's what i use it you know that's what i use for for throwing the jigs uh for like surface iron okay and i've done it at cedros you know at east cape uh wherever i go i mean i, I use those rods uh and then you know for the heavier fish i always said the longer the rod the harder the fight um Personally, I'd probably go the 760 or even the 7-foot and the heavy, extra heavy. Uh, put that rod on the rail and let the rail do the job. Okay, I'm getting too old for this, Ron. We're getting too <laughs> old for 230, 300 without help of the rail. Okay, and I, I, I love to pray, so, so I go down and, and, and get on my knee and, and, and pray that I catch this fish. Listen, I, got, I can hear the music playing all over here. Hold on tight. Let me go ahead and uh, take this last break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show with Steve Carson, Andrew Mack, our dear friend Oliver Solis, birthday boy, barracuda boy, Ronnie boy, okay, and myself. We'll be right back. The days go by Every night when Radio. AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. 
don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. For you 70s weirdos <laughs> like us, keep the music going. Some of us were at some of these concerts, and some of us remember, and some of us don't. <laughs> this is Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLA, Angler Chronicles, and that is Peter Frampton. I know you you always say, what do you always say, Ron? Humble pie. Well, ain't no humble pie in the 70s. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Uh, let me go back. Uh, Ron, we've got a couple of trips we want to bring attention to. Yeah, I want to do this really quick, guys. Uh, we have the Helena coming up on July 22nd. Got room on that boat. 714-969-9750. And in case nobody's noticed, there have been some tuna spotted out at Dana Wharf in that area. So let's get out there. And then we have the Sport King. I've already mentioned it on July 29th. And same phone number, 714-969-9750. Do we have opening? And then one other thing, we have a catfish seminar at Lake Elsinore on August 7th. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. And so I know it's going to be a little warm, but get, we'll do, it's early in the morning. Um, but we can figure that out. And then one thing we'd really like to do, we have a, uh, for the first time in quite some time, with a Western Pride out of Davies Locker. Uh, it is a twilight trip. We haven't done a twilight trip in four and a half years. So wow. let's get that boat filled up, and you're going to call 949-673-1434 and fill that boat up with our friends and show them a good time. I like that idea. I like that And then idea. Taco Tuesday will be on this month. Yeah. Yeah, well, they had too much going on. All right, um, Oliver, uh, you get back. In fact, we need to come and see you. Uh, we were going to go today, and I forgot you were in Hawaii, so we'll just, Ron, we can just go next week, okay, and go see him. Uh, you guys you got have some rod work you want. Oliver, you know what I did? I popped an uh -oh. eye. I popped an eye out of my rod. But ask him how. Let me guess. Let, 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 me, let, let me guess. Go ahead. Uh, option one, you dropped it. Option no. two, nope. a long, a long, uh, a long, um, uh, uh, leader. Yep. Hey, well, you know what it is? Let me go and, with option and I never three. tie my leader longer than, it, you know, the rod, <laughs> right? I didn't see it, but I was there. Oh, I'm just going to say. I was heartbroken. Op option three was you're going super fast on your jig, <laughs> and your jig doesn't stop until you can't get it through the eye. <laughs> Yeah. That would be my guess. Have, <laughs> Oliver, how, how long have we known each other? I, I have, I've only one time popped an eye out of my... And those, uh, I was heartbroken. Those tips are not... They don't expand. They're not expandable. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's all good. It's part alloy. Yeah. You, you, it, can't, you can't make them switch. Okay, it's all good. Hey, um, on the break, you mentioned, Andrew, about some good barracuda... Um, 
uh, well, yeah, they're, they're they're getting barracuda up there at the Channel Islands as well, yeah, just like halibut, everywhere else. But the halibut, man, they've been. I don't know what it is. It seems either the halibut or, or maybe spawning or something. But there's a lot of halibut action going on. You know, the trip I was on two weeks ago with uh, with Rick Russell. I mean, he caught his personal best. Right. You know, along with like 26 other halibut that well, we, we had, had in the friend, boat. I but. posted a uh, friend went out on uh, on the Gray Light. That's mm-hmm. one of their more six pack charters over there. At Cisco's, and they came back with what uh, thirty some odd and yeah, some it's odd. So it's crazy. It's good fishing. Yeah, new hustler just had that fifty-five pounder the other day too. Yeah, so it, it's good time, and, and that's a very tasty fish. Oh, okay? delicious! And you know, I posted these pictures, and and to those guys, they're out. There, I know you're out there, and they see a thirty-pound halibut, and they go, "Oh, that's nothing compared to Alaska. <laughs> I was in Alaska, and I caught a seventy. I go, you know what? First of all, they're two different species, okay? And one only gets to about maybe, I don't think the record exceeds 70 pounds. I think it's, it's like 66 66 and change. Yeah. And the other ones get to be 900 pounds. <laughs> two different species, so let's not mix them. The same thing with Atlantic to, uh, bluefin versus Pacific bluefin. Mm-hmm. But, he, but here's the deal, guys. Uh, like Ron said, the fish are biting. There's a huge bite going on right now, and I'm talking tuna now. Off of Dana in San Clemente, there's been fish all the way at the Butterfly. There's fish down in San Diego. There's mm-hmm. fish over the border. Yeah. Uh, yellowfin is on the way. But one fish that has not been seen or seen the light of day, at least. And I'm, I'll make this comment really quick um, because I, I don't think it's fair to everybody. And Steve and I touched on it, uh, but I'll, I'll just let it here and then let Steve say something. Um Somebody's out there saying that there's albacore, okay? And I don't know why you want to say that right now. Uh, there is no proof. There is no photograph. There is nothing except the hearsay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's bluefin. We know that. There's yellowfin. We know that. So albacore, yeah, I'm sure. But, Steve, my guess is by the time they catch them up in Oregon and Washington, it's too late. They already went by, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and in fact, I, I posted a few photos already, uh, and it's remarkable what the uh, you know the satellite shots and the and the surface temperature shots allow people to do. But both the, the, uh, the and the two main ports are Garibaldi, Oregon. Don't blame me; I didn't name it. And Westport, Washington, and they were watching, watching, watching the SSTs, and they said, "Well, when this eddy meets up meets up with this temperature break." We're going out there, and the albacore will be biting. And this was, and all of a sudden, a couple of days ago, they were like, "Boom, we're going!" And in both ports, they went out and they caught albacore. Right. Um, that's been the pattern for at least uh, at least ten years, maybe maybe pushing on to fifteen since the last time we really had a good run in Southern California. Albacore migrate all around the world, northern and southern hemisphere. They might end up anywhere. Uh, and yes, uh, about 45 years ago, they did catch one on Venice Pier. One. Um, so anything can happen. Uh, they caught one on the New Loan about a week ago. One. Uh, you know, you can't discount it, but they are following their standard pattern that they've been following for 10 years. Just like we've had, we're now in the whatever it is. I think it's the sixth year of our of our bluefin pattern. Um, it just keeps getting better, but it's definitely a pattern. So until that break, well, 
I, I don't think we're going to see much difference. Yeah, I, I just want to. I hate. I hate when we get fake news and or misleading statements. I don't like that because you know there's so much going on, so many positive things that are going on in the fishing world right now, and that's about about what fish and what type of fish is biting. Right now, off the coast of Long Beach, Huntington Beach, uh, Newport, you got barracuda, you got bass, you got halibut. You go across, you got bonita, you got yellowtail, you got white sea bass. You go northern part to, you know, the Cisco's area, Channel Islands, your huge halibut is, again, everything you want there. You go down to San Diego, and now off of Dana, you got tuna. Uh, it, it's great fishing um, to try to bring attention to yourself by saying there's albacore. You, you shouldn't do that. Okay, you shouldn't do that. And don't mislead our, our, our people. I mean, you want to show me pictures? Every year, Steve, I think we get three or four albacore caught, and a big deal is made because we want to see them, but nobody claims that they're actually there. Okay, and, and, and they are following their their more recent pattern, and nothing wrong with loving to catch albacore. Um, and there's a lot of good boats. Maybe sometime, you know, we'll we'll get a spokesperson from up there to call. And talk about the different boats. I know somebody, my, yeah, my, my dear friend Marty Wakefield, and he, he's a commercial fisherman up there. So, and he's actually told me, come out because they catch him with lift poles. And that was that the old school. That's yeah, well old school. I, go, I don't know if I could they do that. They catch them with hand lines. Sergio, or hand lines, yeah. to out of fish with hand lines. Correct. Hey, I was asked a question here from uh, Stephen, um, to Stephen, okay, and that is, what about big eye tuna? Hmm. Uh, big-eye tuna, I mean, same thing. They, they migrate around the world. They could show up anywhere. I, I actually caught one a couple of years ago off San Diego. Um, they catch a half a dozen or more every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a, a change in the way the commercial fishing is done for them. On the fish, fish FADs, the fish aggregation devices down in the, in the South Pacific, like, you know, down by Tahiti and down there. Uh, they are able to target the juveniles pretty well, and so the overall population is a little bit down until that changes. We probably won't see too many of them. Um, but, but, again, we do catch a few every year. Uh, you know, they, they, they may sort of slide in incognito among the elephant, but they're there are definitely some still caught every year. Well, I hope that answers all, uh, the question. Okay, well, listen, before we get too much in the weeds, okay, Ron, is there anything missing that we need to communicate? Uh, just that we have uh, a couple of trips this month, okay, that people can join us? Um, I know the Ocean Odyssey sold out. Right. Uh, well, you know, but also, you know, with the Ocean Odyssey, check their website daily if you're interested yeah, because they do, people drop out. drop out. Well, give them our website. What's okay, our website, our website is com. And where can you find the schools? And go to the schools at the uh, AC tab uh-huh. on the top on the bar, and look it up. And the phone numbers in red are mine, and the uh, landing phone numbers there as well. And get out there and join us, man. Yeah, we've got to a have fish of a lifetime right now. And I want to say something really quick. You know, we're talking about sack and all this stuff. We have an opportunity in September to send a really loud, clear message by getting rid of a governor that we all know and love. all right pun intended folks pun intended okay Um, coming out of that one uh get out and fish we've got about about a minute and a half steve any last minute thing we got 30 seconds uh just check out um uh ken's website safe fishing 
and make sure that you've, you've signed it. Uh, this is a very, very real threat, and the California Air Resources Board has proven over the years they fight dirty. They don't care. Yeah, and let me tell you something about SAC. Uh, they've actually delivered. Because we get a lot of these um, nonprofits, oh, we help you. And then at the end of the day, you say, what did you achieve? And all they achieved was, you know, raising money. <laughs> but, but that's it. Well, they're not okay. even asking for anything. And no, at 30, 30 seconds it, it took me, and I'm... And you're yeah, slow. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a very good week. We're going to be on the uh, uh, Ocean Odyssey this week, so we'll get a chance to wait. pull on these fish. And I want you to guys go out there and pull on these fish as well. And we never ask you for too much, but we do ask you this. Go to savefishing.com, sign the damn petition, and getting in. The more noise we get, we may get a little bit of oil. Okay, that's there what I say. It's quickie. Wheel gets the, gets the oil. We need to do that. <laughs> Um, and get going. And then if you want to go nuts uh, with a light line, go have a good time like me. Ten At the end of the day, give that fish a fighting chance. No way. Give that fish a fighting chance. No way. What are you doing, <laughs> Andrew? What are you saying no way for? <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Steve Carson, thank you, my friend. I can hear the music in the background. Ron, we need to get some sleep, but I'm exhausted. Yep. We love everybody. Please help us out with SAC, safefishing.com, and we'll talk to you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.